0: honey that's better than most How about that is better than most better than most
1: the return to glory don't you wish we had video
0: we're, we're getting there
1: look at that shit See, the
0: it's low, getting
1: wrong my low, low, man what's up mike
0: How are you i doing? asked you first oh you know just running around practicing, Lovely. Get, getting all my stuff together before I leave. Yeah. What about you?
1: An eventful-ish week, I guess. Yeah.
0: Something yeah, about.
1: I guess. I mean, not in a sense like, I don't know. I've had a lot of shit to think about, too, for sure. But <clears throat> anyways worked my last few days at Dormy Club for a few for a while at least. Till after Christmas, maybe uh maybe after New Year's, but nice. It's nice to well, I really wasn't on the hook. I worked like three days when I got back. So it wasn't like I was there often the last month, but yeah, it's been good. Just kind of being able to operate and do the things I want to get done with Clover Open and, and Dreamcatcher.
0: Nice. Kind of how's the there? How's the weather over there?
1: Oddly warm. Really? Yeah.
0: has been I heard a show up in Ohio too. Yeah, I heard that too. Yesterday I practiced. It was well this week was weird. It didn't get over like fifty five. It rained twice and that never happens. But, I don't know, I've been, uh, a lot of good things have been happening on this side for me, so, no complaints over here. Yeah. Plus, plus now I get to talk to you for about an hour? At least
1: an hour. At well, least an hour.
0: <laughs> maybe not, maybe not an hour tonight. No?
1: I don't know, we'll see.
0: I don't know, man, with what we're going to talk about tonight, it could be a long one. Yeah, let's see, what do we got?
1: We got a little reminiscent from <clears throat> way back in the day when we were both living in Cincy. Yep. Golf course review. And then, uh, yeah, a little topic about sponsorship decals.
0: Yeah, no, I, I have a lot of stuff written down. So I want to hear about this, this 64 with Cap because dude, should we describe who Cap is before you tell the story? Because you got to paint a picture of this guy. Because he's, he's, like, the biggest character I've ever met. Yeah, very
1: um, <clears throat> very much a character.
0: Guy, he's, like, 6'4", 250 pounds. <laughs> Goofy guy. Yeah. Well,
1: he was built at one point, too.
0: Yeah, he got, he got in into shape, but, hey, there's nothing wrong with being 6'4", 250. So, yeah, Cap,
1: a little all over the place sometimes, but... Little. A fucking great cheerleader to say the least. <laughs> oh, Especially yeah. want, from this day. So you
0: want him on your team. Yeah, most definitely. Anyways,
1: um <clears throat> early April, a lot of the courses were closed down twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Or was it twenty sixteen?
0: Was I was I here for this? Yeah, me.
1: The the foursome was me, you, cap
0: oh um, shit. Hey, Sharon, uh, what was it Sharonville
1: Sharon woods
0: Sharon woods hmm oh my god I forgot about that dude when you when you put that in the notes I honestly it was like okay what happened I was there right, go <laughs> ahead
1: no you were there you don't know what
0: no I do now
1: <laughs> yeah so like I'm going on a tear playing Sharon woods and I can't recall where my first chip in came. I wanna say it was maybe hole number six.
0: Yeah, weren't you I like chipped nine under, in. you are like nine under through nine, weren't you?
1: No, I wasn't I wasn't taking it that deep. I mean, I think the par is 70 there. Mm-hmm. Maybe set maybe 72. But I shot 64 that day and the course record was sixty-three. And I bogeyed the last hole. <laughs>
0: It's also really cold and wet.
1: Cold and wet because, like we said, like a lot of the courses were closed and we were calling around trying to figure out a place to play. I remember we were hitting balls at Edders that day too with sunny, maybe. So we find a place. We end up at Sharon Woods. I chip in once on the front nine. And then we go to 11 and I chip in again. And that's to get me to like seven under at that point. I think I make a couple more birdies and then one more chip in on 17. And at this point, Cap's
0: going nuts. Didn't he run into the clubhouse at one point?
1: At the turn, he was asking about what the uh, course record was.
0: Yeah, and I basically had to like get him away from you because he was like... He was like <laughs> right next to you like talking you through it. I'm like, Cap, you need to stop talking to him. And... <laughs> Like looking back on it, it's like at the time, like we we all knew you had that capability, but like it's not that big of a deal. Just like keep playing, and we'll see what happens. But for whatever reason, well, I don't... Cap thought it was. We were walking down the 18th fairway at Augusta, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> you need to let you need to let this man play because, I mean, the way he was acting, man, was just wild.
1: I don't think you've seen anything like that before, too.
0: Uh, hmm. Probably not. I mean, I mean,
1: I've never chipped in three times before that. I don't think after that either in an eighteen-hole round.
0: Yeah, it was. It was a. It, you definitely put on a show for sure. But I just remember, like, I had to play like damage control with Cap. Like, I couldn't even enjoy it because I was babysitting his ass, like, he kept <laughs> trying to come up to you, and and he was just like walking you down, to- like. Trying like, to coach me through out, the holes. You were it's like, yeah, dude, like, you I'm You were I'm like, fine. I'm good. Yeah.
1: Like, just <laughs> chill out, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's, like, one of the few times I played with Daniel, too. Like, I played with Daniel. Oh, keep going. I have a cap story after this.
1: Okay. Cool. Well, chip in for birdie on that um, 17th hole because I drive it up close, and I kind of, like, muffed the first chip. And I only hit it like halfway there. So I'm greenside. And I knock it in from there. And then that's when he goes nuts and wild. <laughs> like I said, I bogey the last hole. Don't get the course record. whoop de do Would the toe and their tail. All good. Yeah. But I will say, since then, when I was down in Florida, I got a couple course records, which was pretty cool. How many do you have? Two.
0: That's pretty sick.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they're still up or not, but when I was down there back in twenty seventeen, and they were both in within a span of two months.
0: Where where were they at?
1: One was right next to where I lived in Estero, called Stony Brook. I tied it, it, eagling the last hole. There you go, sixty five. I mean, it's not like it's like super low, but like fairways are super tight. Public course doesn't really get too much good play yeah but no it's a good challenge i mean there's a there's a couple holes on the back nine that are really tough a couple tight ones, and there's there's a par three where you have to hit a three wood i think it's like the tips play 267 or something like that Jeez. so if it's into the wind at all you gotta hit a driver more than likely like a bunt driver but so um Tied that, I think a couple other guys have that one. And then another one I set in the West Florida Golf Tour event, uh, Port Charlotte Golf Club, just north of Fort Myers on the way to Sarasota. Uh, that was in a tournament. I shot nine under. That was when I, like, went lights out playing with Sam Geisy and Ashton Van Horn. Um, and my wrist was, like, kind of – like messing with me too. That was one. I, like I had a ganglion cyst flaring up, and uh, I was thinking about WD. And after nine holes, if I wasn't going too well, because like it it hurt when I wasn't playing, and or when I was making like driver swings, like long long club swings, um, just the release point or like after the ball when I released, yeah, it wasn't enjoyable. But, uh, anyways, like I put some KT tape on, and I was like two under. Then I birdied nine to go to three under. Then I made like five more birdies in a row to make six consecutive. And then uh, I think by the end of it, like within a span of from holes nine to seventeen, I made
0: nine birdies. That's uh, yeah, because I. Some good playing right there.
1: Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> no, it, it's pretty good. I mean, I was riding the heater, and it was really cool because on the car ride back after round one, we all played, like, mediocre. And I don't think I, – I think I might have played the worst out of all of us, like, one over par. And we were talking about, like, low – low nine hole scores, low 18 hole scores. Like when was the last time? How often do you shoot 30? When was the last time you shot 29? Um, and Ashton was saying like, oh yeah, like I'll shoot like 30 a couple times in a month. Um, and then we went on like the consecutive birdie talk and like all of a sudden the next day, like that's happening. I'm just like fucking like rolling. I'm like, dude, like I'm just letting this slow. I'm letting it happen. Man. Like it's, <laughs> Like, when you get in those, like, states, too, it's so cool. And then by the end of it, like I said, um, score added up for 63, which was, uh, again, it tied the course record. So... Damn. Once again, I still don't know if it's stands or not, but...
0: Hey, man. Yeah. Still did it. That's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, it felt good. It felt real good to kind of be playing that like kind of golf. It was that's a time that I can look back and kind of think about like, all right, what was I doing right? How can I use that in my golf game today? What was I working on? What was my mindset like?
0: Yeah. That's so why you gotta write the everything experience down. Experience and wisdom.
1: Yeah, or just have a really good memory that doesn't go go bad. <laughs> which I, that's not very reliable. I highly no. suggest the former like you said,
0: but I think I have like four or five notebooks of just notes of like what I do for practice or like swing thoughts and you know just different different times of my <clears throat> of my career. I think I've been doing that ever since I turned pro. It's pretty wild. They're like all like right next to my my bed, my nightstand. There's like all those like little notebooks I fill them up. Dude, I feel
1: you. I keep mine in my treasure chest.
0: <laughs> there you go. But yeah, uh, my, uh, my cap story is I was actually playing with your brother Daniel and Will Grimmer at Clever Knuckles.
1: <laughs> I know this. I know this.
0: Yeah. And it was me and Cap versus Daniel and Will. And uh, I'm not sure if anyone was playing that great. Like, I wasn't playing bad. I know Cap was about to shoot like 90. So, he was, like, just all over the place. But the match was t- – whatever the match was, we were tied going into 18. And I I don't know why, but I never play that, that last hole well. But I think I was left, and I had to, like, hook, like, a low – like, I tried to hook, like, a low eight iron onto the green. Pin was middle left, and I was front right, like, mm-hmm. 50 feet away. Your brother had, like, 10 feet for birdie. It just didn't look. I think him and Will had, like, really good looks for birdie. Anyway, I was, like, over my 45-footer. Cap was in his pocket, of course. And I drained this putt from 45 feet. And Cap just starts running around the green, freaking out. Like, so pumped (laughs) that we have a possibility to beat your brother, Will. And, you know, Cap, he's, like, starstruck by, like, any good decent player so like playing with will and your brother was like a dream come true for him and so i like make this putt and like it was one of those things where cap's reaction he just like took my reaction out of me so i was just like kind of watching him <laughs> <laughs> and, and then will, will and your brother went on to i, th- I think they both had putts within 10 but they both went on to miss and we won and you would have thought cap just won a million dollars like it was it was the craziest reaction I've ever seen, but he's just yeah, like he one of a kind kind of person. And I actually haven't talked to him in a minute, but it's pretty uh, it's pretty funny. I, I can't believe I forgot about that Sharon Woods day. That was that feels like that a lifetime ago.
1: Yeah, Cap. Uh, <laughs> I was in his wedding party, and then about. Three Same. weeks before, I come to find out I wasn't.
0: <laughs> so, oh fuck! I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then you were texting me like a week or a few days before, like you want to switch with me. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. Yeah. Uh,
1: if you haven't no, been, I bet wedding... that was a good time. I bet you. Yeah. I bet it was good.
0: Dude, you know I would have like,
1: liked to have been in the wedding party.
0: It's not what is cracked up to be. I'll say that it's if it's like I mean it was it was fine. It was fine. He was just trying to hook me up with every girl there. So, oh, well, she's single. She's single. I'm like, all right, dude. Like, we're about to sit through a two and a half hour mass of this of this wedding, so I'm just trying to get through that. Then we could talk about the reception. But he, yeah, God, I, did he get married in 2016?
1: 2017. It was supposed to be 2016.
0: Oh uh, well. Yeah, it was a very uh, – God, that feels so long ago. It was right before – Ah, yeah, you're right. That was right before I moved to L.A.
1: Yeah, because 2015, we were all, like, playing. And that's when that Sharon Woods round happened. And then he proposed in the end of summer. <clears> then <throat> they were supposed to get married in 16. Um, didn't happen. And then seventeen came around, and that's when they got married in September. And then you yeah. went to LA, not long
0: after, right? Yeah, probably a few months after, like two or three. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because I remember like we were in, like in the talks, the beginning talks of moving, but I was pretty set on moving here. God, that feels like a lifetime ago. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's our buddy Cap. He's just an interesting guy, and if you know him, you know. Even if you've been around him one time, you kind of get his vibe.
1: Yeah, it's wonderful though. I mean, he's he's gonna make you laugh so hard, dude. <laughs> yep,
0: yeah, but just don't. We gotta get uh, him
1: on here sometime. Oh man, we should.
0: I'm gonna let you handle all that because he's, you know, you know how he is. But yeah, he'd be a he'd be a blast on here. Just talking to him on the phone like we could get like a good hour out of him or we could get 5 minutes and that's it you never know <laughs> you never
1: know <laughs> he'd have to be with one of us because uh, yeah he might hang up randomly <laughs> 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 he was just like irish goodbye goodbye me so many times i'd be like what, what?
0: Yeah, like when he's when he's over it, he's over it, and he's not afraid to just get up and leave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Hey. All right. All right. So you since wait since you wait,
1: wrote... wait 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 I got a confession. Oh god. I didn't write down a top ten. <laughs> so...
0: I did. Just you. You're a fucking. You love golf courses, so you, it'd be I easy do. for you.
1: I'll I'll think of some off the top of my head, but we'll, let's do top five instead.
0: All right, well, I have, like, 15 down, but you lead off this segment because this is all you.
1: Dude, Jason Tatum is yadded up now, by the way. I'm,
0: I'm watching that game, too.
1: <laughs> he is yadded, man. Like, he came from Duke, and I don't think he had a single tattoo on him. At least it wasn't visible. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's yeah. still, like, he doesn't have very many on his – or he doesn't have any on his arms. Just yeah, all on his all back his body. and his leg. Mm-hmm. Anywho, golf course review. Let's start doing something like this. So we'll go. Uh, we'll throw out a
0: top five first,
1: and then if we want to expand, we can expand. But
0: okay, but this is this is kind of how I did it. So when you, because like for me, I mean, we've already talked about like what we like about like golf courses and stuff in a previous episode. But for me, when I was thinking of like top 10 golf courses because that's initially what we are trying to do i couldn't i was like trying to think of courses that i like love to play but then i was thinking about courses that had like a lot of sentiment and like a lot of like meaning to me like where like like practice in florida like iron horse was there heritage was in there four bridges was in there but those aren't like my favorite golf courses i've played you know but they yeah they just have like a lot of meaning and then I, I I was thinking like all the famous golf courses I played like Firestone, um Sawgrass, oakmont, p j National, Innisbrook, and I'm like, those are cool because you know like p j Tour has stops there, so like all of those were up there. then I had like the courses that I actually enjoyed playing. Wow, I actually like could come here and play this and not be mad about some of the like layouts and Number one is Dormy Club. I would say that's my favorite golf course I've ever played. Uh, Number two was um, TPC Las Vegas. Um, I don't know. You've never been to Vegas. So that's a course. Every time I'm in Vegas, I call and I kind of tell my situation and they allow me to come out there and practice. And like the facilities are nice. And then their course layout's like like pretty cool. It's just like a random like little golf course. I mean, it's a TPC course, but like it probably wouldn't be in someone's top 10, but I enjoy, I just enjoy being there. And then my last one was, uh, Talos park and old corkscrew.
1: Oh, old corkscrew, huh?
0: Yeah. So, so which,
1: which top five is that?
0: So, Talos park would be like the meaningful ones, but it's also one of the coolest golf courses I've ever played. And it's like one of the nicest golf courses I've ever played. So that kind of fits in like the, the favorite courses and the ones that have meaning because my dad and I would always go down there. And but old corkscrew, like when uh, I would go down to Naples and my dad wasn't with me and I was just like just staying in his place, I'd go to old corkscrew every now and then because I'm like, it's it's difficult, it's long, it's like a little goofy, but it's like, it's hard. Oh, God, that's an
1: understatement. It's corkscrew. Yeah. Quirky. But,
0: but it's like, but it's like cool though, you know?
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's a great course to play. Yeah. I, for the viewership that doesn't know, I uh, lived five minutes away from old Corkscrew, and uh, it is probably the most one of the most difficult Jack Nicholas courses. Yeah. Um, in a sense of fairness, but also in a sense like it we've is played there quirky. Before. It is quirky. Yeah,
0: we've played yeah, there. Yeah, we have. Yeah. We play, I mean, Dormy Club as well. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was... That's kind of, like, how I broke it up. Like, I can't... Like, Dormy... If I had to, like, rank him, like, Dormy would be first. But, like, I had another one in here. Like, Kentucky's Big Blue course was... First tournament I ever won as a junior was at that golf course. So, like, I put that down. And, obviously, Heritage. I grew up on Heritage. Iron Horse in West Palm Beach. That's where... When I first term pro, that was the course I joined. And then... uh Park and Four Bridges was right across the street from where I grew up. So I'd go out there all the time. Yeah. But then like I played Oakmont. Oakmont's unbelievable. It's probably the hardest and, and most fair golf course I've ever played. Because you know, like Old Corkshire is really hard because it's a little it's a little screwy, no pun intended. Oakmont is just hard. And it's but it's fair though, because like if you miss the fairway, you're in this really deep rough. And that's not like it's like a not fair thing. It's just just how the course is. Um,
1: there's there's less variables for that result. And uh, basically, like that, have, I, I would that have results for
0: how so I like, describe a good golf course is when you hit a good shot, you're rewarded. When you hit a bad shot, you're not. When you hit a good shot and you still have to hit around a tree, that's when I'm like, what are we doing? This is ridiculous. Or like, if you hit, what are we
1: doing?
0: (laughs) And uh, (laughs) like, if you hit a a spot on the green, and all of a sudden you're like, forty feet off, or like forty yards off the green, that's where I'm just like, this is dumb. You know what I mean? You know, there's a lot of golf courses like that. But so that's why I had Oakmont in there. I'm not a huge fan of PGA National just because it's like one, it's a little, it's a little weird. Like yeah, like the bear trap, fine but I'm not a huge fan of it, but I've played it a bunch, so... Broke, really good course. Firestone, really good course, and TBC Sawgrass, I think, is a really fun golf course to play. I don't know if you ever played it, but oh, yeah. like aside from, like, 17, um, like I just think it's a good golf course, and a lot of people are like, oh, you should try to play the other one, like the, the die course. That's a really good course, too, but, like, come on. If you're going to Sawgrass, you're going to go play the stadium course, and the only <clears> issue is, it's Only in good condition when in the player's tournament, like when it's around that time of year. That's the only issue I have with it. But, yeah, so those are – I mean, I know that's not a top ten. I just – like reading over it, I was trying to – or like just trying to think of like a top ten was kind of tough for me. That's why I kind of had to put it in categories. Yeah, well, if we're going to go the sentiment route
1: first off, I mean, I'm going to throw Cloverknock out there. I almost Um, put that
0: down. I almost put that down.
1: Also, just in regards to just overall, like I really do enjoy Clovernook, I mean, yeah, I've played it more than any other course I've ever played in my life. But there's um,
0: a, there's four or five holes that I would like to blow up on that golf course. But I, <laughs> I, I do like it.
1: Yeah, um, there's definitely a few things I'd like to do do to it as well. And maybe maybe it'll happen one day. We'll see. <laughs> But so yeah, there uh, Springfield Country Club as well. That's another great, great Donald Ross. We played that every day of my last two years at Wittenberg, and every other day the first two years. So there's one, another one. Yeah, dormy clubs one too. I mean, it's got some sentiment because like I've worked there. Calusa Pines as well has a little bit of sentiment.
0: Dude, Calusa uh, Pines, I've never seen it before and i saw someone post about it yesterday on instagram it looks unbelievable it is
1: there is one golf course i haven't been to it it's in new zealand but i already know that this is probably the most beautiful golf course i'll ever play it's called terra ed
0: hold on are we talking about just golf courses in general or ones we've played
1: ones we've played but I'm just saying like if we're talking about like how like pretty golf courses can be and how hey, like, nice they can look because is one of those
0: Dave if if uh, I don't know if you heard of this one but there's a golf course in Augusta Georgia called Augusta National it
1: looks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it looks pretty nice oh,
1: oh yeah. yeah it does look nice huh? <laughs> No, seriously. This this course in New Zealand, Terra ED, look it up. It's got everything like in one picture. Beach, mountain, sand, like like a little bit of that dunesy look. And then also like some mountains in the background, like way in the background too. So it's sick. It's awesome. I feel I wanna it. get out there soon, play some golf out in New Zealand. That'd be sick. That would be pretty cool. Um, anyways backtracking more good golf courses like in my backyard I could do a, like a top five for Pinehurst like or, like those could even be in my top five
0: yeah I mean, you're um, in you're in a golf city right now so I'm CCNC,
1: sure just... both of the courses Dogwood and, and Cardinal Pinehurst number two I haven't played in a while but that is, is just a great golf course One of my favorites, and then mid pines as well too. That's five right there. And then I can keep going. Number four, um, I heard the southern pines is amazing now too, but I like that even before. It's not like in a top five by any means, but like those five I just listed off: mid pines, cardinal, number two, dogwood, and dormy club. Like that's in my top. They're they're in my top ten. Then throw cloverneck in there as well. Springfield, Calusa.
0: What do you think? Uh, what do you think the best golf course in in Cincinnati is?
1: The best golf course in Cincinnati,
0: because I've heard people say Coldstream. I've heard people say Kenwood. Um, Heritage gets thrown around. What's the one in uh, Indian Hill? Camargo. Uh, Camargo. That one's fine. That's a pretty good golf course. Um, I would
1: say the standard is Camargo.
0: Yeah, well, that's like in the top hundred every year.
1: And I think I think it's the best in Cincinnati too. Like it may not be okay. like the greenest or like in the best condition, but no, I, I like, enjoy
0: it. I enjoy it. Like
1: you're you're definitely gonna get. You're never gonna get like terrible conditions out there.
0: Mm-hmm. They're on it, or at least they they're with it. I would say I would say the top three would probably be Camargo, Kenwood, and Coldstream. And then you could add like heritage, and uh, and you can pick the fifth one. But I would say those are the consensus top three, in no particular order. Just as like a popularity standpoint, you know. Yeah. I mean, we 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 were lucky to grow up in a a city that had some really good golf courses. Because yeah, I mean, and the, it's
1: not even the best in the state either. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, like, I always argue that Columbus and Cleveland had more well, noteworthy golf courses.
0: Well then you but Columbus, you, can go to, sure. you can go up to Dayton and play um, uh, NCR and what's the other one that they just Moraine? redid? Moraine. Dude that golf course looks like I, I've played it I've played it a little bit. But like after I've seen pictures and videos of it after the renovation. It looks unbelievable.
1: It's amazing.
0: I played out there a year ago. Sick. I'm like like we've said before, I'm more of like a practice facility person, so I judge a lot of the golf course off of that. So you'd
1: really like CCNC, man. Yeah. They got the best chipping green and short game uh, practice area.
0: What bothers me so much is every or nine probably ninety-five, maybe even ninety ninety eight percent of golf courses just like don't know what they're doing with their chipping and putting greens there's nothing better than a good shipping green, nothing better. Like when you have like 50 yards to like a big flat surface, maybe some tiers on the greens. If, if like the green's big enough, but it's like, I feel like it's hard to find like a good, like a good practice facility like that. Yeah. Then obviously like a range is basic. You just need some, some like decent turf and, and a bunch of targets. I mean, it's, really not that hard like even the golf ranch in Kentucky like they have a good range but like it's just so hard to find a good chipping and putting green like in that and like just a good facility anyway this is totally off topic but keep going on your your golf
1: field village is another one of them it's in my top 10 I've never played there but yeah that'd be sick it's amazing it's it's well put together best work I've seen by Jack Nicklaus.
0: yeah there's a reason that it's the fifth major
1: I don't know about the fifth major okay what's your argument? I mean we gotta put the players.
0: I I mean, I, I agree. I just – I know you're an Ohio State guy, so.
1: I mean, maybe it's like six. It's like, up there. Yeah. No, hey, if we're I putting, agree. If we're prioritizing golf tournaments, it's probably I, number six.
0: I 100% agree. I think the players is the fifth best tournament of the year. Mm-hmm. But the Memorial, like I thought, I'm talking to an Ohio State guy, you know. <laughs> Oh uh, no, nah, man! Um, I saw you post on Instagram. I saw what sweatpants you were wearing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you, you saw that.
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did see that. Um, man, I, need, I
1: need to get some Wittenberg ones like that.
0: Yeah, or some Bearcat ones like that. But well, I mean, uh, if you
1: want to give them to me, you can.
0: Oh, I know a guy. If you want to get me some? Um. But yeah i I was actually thinking today. Something we can do is, uh, like, what your um, favorite tournament outside, I would say, those six are of the year, like your favorite PGA Tour tournament, just real quick.
1: Outside of those six, what my favorite is?
0: Yeah. And, like, don't do, like, World Golf Championships either. That's cheating.
1: Kind of the Honda. I like getting up for that. Like, especially um, even before, like, Daniel Monday qualified for it, too. I thought it yeah, was a, a cool one. tournament. Jupiter, kind of like a golf hub.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: You know. What about you? Yeah.
0: I mean, the first one that comes to mind, honestly, is the waste management, but that just sounds like a frat boy answer. But I'll stick with I it. I mean,
1: the Honda's not too far behind it, man. <laughs>
0: That's true. Even
1: the Memorial is like a party tournament, too.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, I I went to the Honda one year and got uh, pretty banged up. Nice. I mean, I lived, like, a few miles away from it, so it was pretty easy. Pretty easy Uber.
1: What about, like, off-season events? Any of them that you like this time of year?
0: Dude, I, I, I mean, you got to go with the hero, I guess, but I don't really watch. Like, the only tournaments I really watch are, like, the big ones or if Tiger's playing. And I don't even watch the big ones. <laughs> like I didn't watch a single shot of the Masters. I didn't watch a single shot of the US Open. But I mean now you're now you have me now you're asking me if I watch uh yeah, fall fair events. Enough.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough, fair enough, fair like, enough. I kinda was thinking about that once you started talking. Um, I think I'm it's welcome. kinda cool to watch Euro tour events more than anything. Like I like putting it on in the morning.
0: You know what? I need to get into that because I think they put. I think the golf courses they play are like really. The
1: golf is so like the broadcast is so good, the telecast, and they put good content out there on YouTube, where and on Instagram, and sometimes they'll show it on Golf Channel too. Them like doing these side activities, whether it's like on course, like side games during the practice rounds, or like. Off course, um, stuff at like a top golf, or not even golf related, or like they're trying to hit a driver into a speeding race car, in the seat (laughs) of a speeding race car. It's sick, man. They do some cool stuff. I've seen that. I've seen that.
0: Yeah. No, I need to get because like I just think the golf like all over the world is just you know it just looks different, Um, and and I, I know I mentioned this before, but. Like, I like seeing guys that I've just never heard of that can just play. And that's a lot of the European tour. Plus, oh, it's
1: different all the time. Yeah, you don't even before, know who these guys are anymore.
0: Yeah, before COVID happened, I was actually planning on going out there for Q School. But that got derailed. But it'd be cool. I mean, I know a lot of the... I just know that tour ran pretty well. And it's just... It's very player-friendly. Yeah, very much so. You know what I was actually thinking about doing? Like, my my golf course out here is, like, not the best golf course. So I usually just go out there and practice. I honestly hate playing it. But I was literally thinking about just going, like, kind of all over and playing, like, golf courses out on the West Coast and just taking pictures of them because I feel like they – like a variety like that makes you love golf a little bit more instead of just going to the same place every day. And like, cause like the more tournaments I'm playing, like the more I enjoy playing because everything's different and you get, you get to play all these different kind of courses. And the difference from living in Florida to here is that like, I'm kind of locked into my spot because there's not as many golf courses. And like I said before, in like a previous podcast, it's like, if you try to play public golf out here, it's going to take six hours. So I go into like, like Trump's course or um, there's like a bunch of courses, like on the coast, like down towards like Carlsbad, San Diego, you know, a lot of courses, like some views. So I've been thinking about, you know, broadening my horizon. Yeah. I
1: encourage it
0: falling back in love with the game, you know?
1: I definitely encourage it. It's cool. You got some good courses up the the West Coast. If you want to even go up to, like, Oregon, that'd be a cool one. (laughs) Dude, there's a sick sick McKenzie up near Sacramento. I'm going to look this up for you real quick. But it's a a nine-hole track. It's a Muni. Yeah, Northwood in Monte Rio, California. It's a nine-hole track, and this place is sick. Hmm. I think Zyre Golf may have done a little thing on it.
0: I love that account.
1: Yeah, check it out on YouTube. Whoever I forget the guy's name, but he does a really good job. But I think the um, the rates aren't that bad either. Yeah, nine-hole rate. 29 from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then 18 holes is 41 bucks. That is not bad at all.
0: No, not at all. That's pretty nice. All right. And McKenzie. Do you want to do the ads thing?
1: First off, if we're going to talk ads, we got to talk or mention Dream Ketcher Golf off a little bit. Another shout out. Nothing's really been going on except just trying to get content out there with um, – with yoga and in the golf some too.
0: I've been seeing it. It's good.
1: Yeah. Going to be doing a little bit of a um, pose challenge for the next week. The studio I'm teaching at frequently in Pinehurst, well, Southern Pines, Hadasana. They're, um, they're putting on some pose challenges. And if you do them all, I can't recall exactly what the reward is, but there's some sort of reward for winning or doing them all. But yeah, so sponsorship decals, advertisements. <clears throat> Where is your limit? So like right now, I got to say obviously I don't have very many logos on my shirts. If I do like it's a dream catcher feather or like I'm sporting a buddy's hat like Freddie at Sault St. Marie country club. Yeah. I mean, I'm open to it, but I don't know if I would get like all the decals all over me. Like I think I, I'd only maybe have like a left breast. I don't know if I'd want like a, a full on left breast, left sleeve, right sleeve, right breast. And then like a yoke in the back and then I get one like on my golf bag too. I like keeping the golf bag for myself as well, to like customizing
0: it on my own. Yeah, I feel that. I kind of broke it down in different ways with the ads because, like, I would say in a perfect world, you'd have your hat, like, the whatever company is your hat, like, tailor made, titleist, whatever. Like you have that maybe a decal on the side, but it depends on what it is. Like, I think, I think the look of the logo that you're, that that you're going to be pushing out is big because like, there's some really bad looking logos out there and they're really obnoxious and they're like really random colors that clash with everything. So I think that's like, that'd play a factor. And I would honestly take a pay decrease for some companies because how bad some logos are. That's just me. So like perfect world. You have your tailor-made Tyler's hat, maybe a small logo on on the side or the back of it. Um, Two on the shirt, like one on the breast, one on the sleeve. That's it. Um, And then you either have like a tailor-made bag or you can go like the tiger route and have like the Buick monster whatever. But I also think it's very important to personalize your stuff. Like I think especially nowadays, like selling yourself could almost be more beneficial than just grabbing a check from, from some random company. So like having your logo, because I know Tony Finau does, I, I mean, basically every tour player does this, has like the, either their own logo or like their college logo and their name. And, you know, just, you got to put yourself out there. But if money's a thing, like, and you're hurting for money, which honestly, I would take everything right now. I'd look like a NASCAR driver out there if people were throwing money at me. So it really depends on like what you're going for and like where you're at in your career. But if money's on an issue, I'd go like all Nike, all Adidas, you know, whatever big brand is there. All TaylorMade, all Titleist, whatever. You know, it just depends on like everyone has a price. Like I said before, with how bad the logo is, and if they're just throwing dumb money at me, I'm not going to say no. I'm not an idiot, you know. At the same time, it is your image, so you kind of have to sell yourself.
1: I'm with you there. I can understand what you're coming from.
0: It just sure, it depends on like where you where you are in your career, and it, and and like what, what you want what you want your brand to be like.
1: Yeah, totally good at. Um, I mean, like Ryan Moore, for example, he doesn't want anybody sponsoring him. I think he did it like he's like completely independent. Yeah, because he he had ownership in Scratch or not Scratch Golf or was it Scratch Golf? No. Um,
0: the wedge yeah. company.
1: Yeah, the wedge and yeah. iron company.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He had ownership in that. Like he's never really worn anything, but like true links like that's the only like brand that i've noticed on him before but then there's also like people like tiger woods who like you don't see much on him either or um jordan speed who's just got under armor i'm pretty sure and that's it well at&t with the golf bag but uh, anyways yeah with with regard to that like yeah everyone's got like a little bit of a, a price point or like money does definitely talk but right now um like I'm content with what I have and like just being able to sport like a dream catcher feather on my sleeve and CCNC asked me to throw their logo on their back on my golf bag. And so I did and all will rock some head covers, but that's all personalization pretty much. And like what I want to put on on mine. like I got a Clover Neck putter cover, Dormy club driver head cover um, and a Wittenberg three wood head cover and right now I'm mid pines hybrid head cover. So, I mean, I'm rep- repping some golf courses like on my bag and head covers. And then I got my, my brand out, like my team's brand <laughs> and then foot and Donald Ross just because like, I'm able to, um, I get a little bit of help from them. So, um, yeah, like no, no big logos though. I mean, you play good golf, I'm sure you'll have plenty of opportunities knocking too if you get real hot real fast. Like you'll have some calls of people wanting to throw like a big ass tailor made tea on your chest or or something like that. Um, and like we said, money does talk. But yeah, I don't know. I also like to have my own little like independence with that as well too, and like I like to think I wouldn't go too far.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel that I have uh, like Strokes Gained Golf. They they've helped me out. They were the first company to help me out, so I always rep their hats. But they also put my logo on their hats as well. So obviously, I'm going to rep that. Um, I've had companies send me shirts and different types of apparel, but like I've told like I've told them not to sound like pretentious or anything, but like. I've told like I've told everyone who sent me stuff and want me to wear their stuff, unless you're paying me to wear it or promote it, I'm going to do what I want to do, you know? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, I'm like right now, I'm just, I have my mini tour golf bag. Like I have Sir, or Cleveland wedges, Strix on irons, TaylorMade two iron, Titleist woods, like and made putter. So my bag's all over the place. I wear Nike shirts or Adidas shirts. I wear, like, I mean, you can go look at my Instagram. I'm promoting, like, three or four different <laughs> – three or different, four different golf brands, but they're just sending me stuff. Some are paying me for a post, but they're not paying me to wear their stuff all the time. So it, it's just as simple as that. Like, it, like obviously, you have tour players, like, I don't know, like, DJs. He's still, he's still Adidas. Like, he's obviously going to rock Adidas all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a different story there. I mean, that's just – how it is, but yeah, I think so. Like, I'm gonna be as subtle as possible, unless you know, there's one day where I'm like, "Damn, I really could use a check," and then I'll add a logo.
1: And I feel like, yeah, the branding's good, but if you like, if you decorate it too much, it loses the the flashiness of just like a one logo on like your left breast.
0: Yeah, for know, sure. Like
1: Tiger has.
0: Well, I mean, how many guys do you see walking around with? There's like a a logo on their left and right breast and then one on their sleeve and like two mm-hmm. on their hat it's like alright it's a lot
1: it's a NASCAR driver
0: yeah yeah I mean you, yeah but I, like being subtle I think is key but yeah, I mean it's also a good way to make some money so if I'm not opposed to you getting a bag
1: well I will say money earned or what did they say in uh
0: dodgeball <laughs>
1: money earned is a lot is a lot better than money given
0: yeah but you're earning that sponsorship if someone's someone's giving you money for to promote their stuff you've obviously done something right
1: yeah yeah I, i'm not discrediting that in any way but i'm just saying like in this case and if we're comparing this to dodgeball and Peter and Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller. Um the sponsorship is going down in the hotel room with Michelle with the gastro, gastrointestinal problems. And the tournaments are like the dodgeball tournaments on ESPN eight, the Ocho.
0: <laughs> I know but I'm <laughs> saying like we we had <laughs> I mean, what a comparison. I'm, what I'm trying to say is we've already talked about how expensive golf is and how t- expensive tournament golf is. So to just lighten an expense like that by just putting something on your shirt, it's pretty nice.
1: Yeah, it is. I agree. You're, so, you're not wrong there. and
0: Yeah. And it's easy. Like You don't have to do anything. It's just... But I'm with you. Like I'm I'm on your side about being subtle, but at the same time, get your money if you if you want to make your money. But obviously if you're Tiger and like money's not like a thing, or like DJ or Brooks or Jordan or J- uh J T, you know, it's just they don't have to think about that. But then yeah. the guys that you don't know are the ones who look like NASCAR drivers out there, guys who play European soccer where they just have logos everywhere. But then you also have Jason Duffner who's just wearing random hats. Remember that year?
1: Dude wipes. Oh yeah, he was wearing random, hide- random hats too. Recall that.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's my take on ads, but do what you want, but just remember it always affects your image.
1: Yes, it does. You represent them as well as yourself at that point. They, whoever they are.
0: Yeah, also I think that I think the look of the logo has has a, a good percentage of the, the choice I'm going to make if I'm going to choose you, you know? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, sexiness does have an appeal. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, any weekend plans? Flying, Let's wrap this up.
0: Flying out on Sunday. This is coming out on Monday, so already be across the country by, by the time this comes out, but just chilling for now. going to practice tomorrow. Then I'm taking a good four days off. Maybe I'll get to hang out with you for an hour. At um, least an hour. Yeah, man. I don't know. Just, just keep...
1: And you're going to get a big kiss. <laughs>
0: oh, man. I don't know. Do you have any weekend plans before I <laughs> do the closeouts? Um...
1: No, I'm here till Sunday morning, and I drive to Cincinnati. Cool. And then I'm in Cincy starting Sunday evening.
0: Something that I haven't said at the end of this podcast, but please like and subscribe, all this, all this stuff. Leave a comment. If you are on, like, Apple Podcasts, write a comment. Give us five stars if you like us. And if you don't, then just don't do anything. Who cares? Um, yeah
1: don't hurt help us don't hurt us
0: yeah yeah just kidding do whatever you want
1: it's a free world the world is your oyster
0: sure tell your friends if they want to hear a bunch of nonsense and uh we'll be doing this once a week every week yeah it's been what it's been two months now
1: subscribe though more important most importantly please please please
0: this is this is nine weeks in a row it's pretty wild
1: this is this is week nine. Yeah. No, this is week eight. No. Well, now it's week nine since we're releasing it on a Monday. And then we'll have a week 9B as well too, I guess.
0: Now you're just confusing everyone. We've been doing this nine weeks in a row. This has been pretty fun. I'm, I mean, I'm enjoying this. It's something I've always wanted to do. So. so, yeah. I don't really care where this takes us. I've just always wanted to.
1: Are we gonna do an in-person one next time when we're both in town? We can try face to face.
0: I mean, as long as we're face to face.
1: Yeah, so we can like kind of smooch every now and then. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people are out there like. Is he joking or is he serious? We'll, we'll let
0: that we'll let them decide. But right. we are gonna we are gonna start having guests in starting two weeks. We'll probably do that every other week or whenever we can find a decent guest. Um, we haven't decided who's gonna be our first guest. It's gonna be another conversation. Um, but that should that should be good a good time. So be prepared for that. Follow us on Instagram, the Traveling Athlete Pod on Instagram, and. Um, like,
1: share, comment, follow,
0: subscribe. Follow me at Mike Wolf Golf on all social media platforms, and go follow Dreamcatcher Golf Co. Follow David. David is what is it? Just at David Wederick. At David
1: Wederick. That's
0: right. Dave. Until I see you face to face,
1: everyone, be well and stay safe. Be healthy.
0: Yeah, and the next time you hear us, we'll probably be on Christmas. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you believe in. doesn't really matter.
1: All right, well, have a good night. Right, I think there, we got yeah. the lens cap
0: off. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. All right, man, have a good one. Oh, Peace. We got to do it again, dude. Look the lens cap off.